sanctifies what poetry? Sanctifies what poetry? is it What brings a good line? Acetique in April. This is the way we reconcile. We drive southeast at midnight to sit on the shore and drown in a sigh that isn't the one we see from the city. We stare at the point where elements meet, and I try to remember if our edges ever bled like that. White cap to cloud, motion to moon. We strip down our bodies for a sleeping bag, still and tight against the wind for warmth, and only raise our heads toward wandering wild ponies. You tell me the legend of their shipwreck origin, and I imagine this island, if some Spanish sailor hadn't aired, wouldn't know the sound of hooves in sand, wouldn't have been our destination marked by a bold black dot fading into a map fold. We wake to watch the sky and sea separate, take the only bridge at sunrise off the island, and wonder if we'll find the same sky above our back stoop, or if we'll find a new shore on which to stand our soaking bodies and shake the salt from our manes. <coughs> Knox Poetica. You wake in a tangle with no knowledge of time, the room black, but your mind kaleidoscoping, your body bare and blinking. You know what you need. It's not light or loaning leftovers, not the thrust of your man or a summer night porch smoke. You're lusting for a pen to leak the brain bugs, something to sop up the stanza secretions. A frantic hand fumble in the dark, and you found it. You scratch, you squint, you moan, and it's done. You untangle, leave the pen uncapped, Settle on a single cerebral color and sleep. Bumblebee in our kitchen sink. Your buzzing is its own note in our breakfast choir of coffee grinder, kettle whistle, sizzle. Digging your way out of eggshells in a teacup, your body is wedded to winglessness almost arachnid. We watch this new breed, stripped of hover and threat, and wonder, was it the bloated spring pea in the strainer, the potted leaves of basil on the sill, the lure of lavender dish soap? What made you leave the promiscuity of pollen? What made you ride in on the door's wind or breach an unpatched screen for a dip in this domestic debris. Now you see, if a tuberculosis patient insists on leaving the hospital prematurely against the advice of his doctor, well, that's his right. But you can see how dangerous this could be. Danger to the patient himself in that he drags out his illness, makes his own recovery more difficult. Danger that he may expose to serious infection those he loves best, his family at home. The birth of cubism. Eighty afternoons I spent painting that face stroking the hunch into those shoulders, praying for a filament of femininity, a coy eyebrow lifted toward light, a smirk at the idea of my eyes on your frame. What I couldn't find in you, I painted. A face of perfect symmetry, eyes wide under umbrella lashes, kiss flesh curling out from the canvas, 
tendrils falling from a chignon. With this space, I could have created collections of compositions, could have passed on all other patrons and devoted my brushes to a brood of Gertrudes. But you left me for Italy. So I erased that face and painted you true. One squinted eye dwarfed toward the other. <laughs> Nostrils vast as that blank forehead. Every element of that feature flatland misshapen, misaligned, distorted toward the hideous reality that Gertrude, you're no rose. <laughs> I always hated your prose. But anyway, you made me a movement. <laughs> Look not behind me. I should have held out for Noah. <laughs> Set sail with the zoo and his jugs of wine. I would have accepted Adam and taken the blame to have his body and that bite. Instead, I got Lot. Not much if you ask me. Just a sycophant for strangers claiming to be angels and a nameless footnote in the first book. Sodom wasn't so bad before the fire flood if you weren't in my husband's habit of lubricating strangers and letting them lead you from home. When I ran from my city, the whistle of brimstone from heaven sounded like my sisters singing. I remembered what the men said. I didn't care.